Hello and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 39. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Dan, how the hell are you? I'm doing okay, how are you? I'm not bad, you know, it's a, it's a pretty groovy day. Um, a few things to talk about today, Dan. I think we're going to have a look at uh, a sperm bank. Yeah. Kind of say, not necessarily say I'm really looking forward to looking at a sperm bank, but I think it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, we're going to have a look at uh, toilet signage in Nando's and Wagamama. Wagga, Wagga Mama. Yep. There, there's a word you can't say too often, <laughs> Wagamama, uh, in the UK. Um, but we are going to start with um, a, a little bit of an uplifting story yeah. uh, about a British Army veteran uh, who becomes the first, or has become the first, double above the knee amputee to climb Kilimanjaro. Yeah, this is just... Incredible! I, I loved reading it. As you said, it's very um, uplifting. Uh, so this is James Rose. Uh, so he, as you said, he's an army army veteran who lost both of his legs in an incident in Afghanistan. So he was on a tour of uh, the Helmand Province in Afghanistan with the Second Battalion, uh, the Archer Regiment, uh, in two thousand and nine. Uh, when he stood on a pressure plate of an improvised explosive device and his life changed forever. Yeah, uh, it certainly did. Uh, <clears throat> so he suffered a broken pelvis and tailbone um, along with losing both of his legs above the knee and as a consequence um, his ability to to walk. Um and that took uh, a toll on him, as can be expected. He suffered from uh, PTSD and anxiety and depression, and he gained weight and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but um, thankfully for him, he had a great support network around him, that <clears throat> which meant that he was able to get back to living life to the fullest possible degree. Uh, which is great, and he then decided to um, get back training, and he actually competed in the Invictus Games uh, last year, which, for anyone who doesn't know, that's a um, an event put together by um, Prince Harry and the Royals that they get um, veterans together to compete in different sporting events. So he competed in the wheelchair basketball and the sitting volleyball. And he won silver and bronze medals as well. And, which is particularly relevant for this, he made um, very good friends with another athlete by the name of Darren Young. And <laughs> this is just brilliant because he, he said that he was watching um, a kind of adventure program and then he he put up on um facebook his his desire to uh climb despite having yeah but he wanted to climb mount everest yeah aim high absolutely 100 percent. yeah why not so yeah he as you said his desire to climb and climb mount everest and so this is when uh they both came up with the idea to climb um, Kilimanjaro. Yeah, which is uh, 
<clears throat> a pretty big deal. Uh, I know my brother uh, climbed it with his son. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did it for charity. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, so shout out to Noel there um, for their great job um, climbing Kilimanjaro. Uh, absolutely, I, I, you know, I, he has told us just quite how difficult it is. Yeah. Um, so I can't imagine going up there as a double amputee. You know, Jesus, fair play to him. Absolutely. And just out of, out of curiosity there, was that uh, recently or? Uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know he, yeah, they did himself and, and, and Rory uh, off they went. Um, yeah, pretty powerful stuff really, to be honest. So they started, you started training in January 2019? Yeah. Uh, by climbing mountains in the Lake District. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, that's that's pretty bloody determined. Absolutely. Over such a short space of time, really. It uh, it shows the mentality that he has and the attitude is just um, so unbelievably positive, which is particularly after what he's been through. Like, I, c- I can't even imagine it, like having your life changed in a split second. Like Absolutely. And just to quote him here, I stopped twice on the, on the summit day and decided I was not going anymore. After a long talk with my inner self uh, and help from my team, I got up and got moving. And 14 plus hours later, we reached the top. I sat there for a bit and started to cry with joy. Incredible. Just, you know, just brilliant. We'll, we'll, we'll share the article as well. You can, there's a couple of nice, nice pictures in it as well. Um, yeah. You know, even I suppose the the picture of, of, of James, I suppose he's, I think it just looks like he's sitting on the side of the hill there. You know, when you think double amputee above the knee, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd almost think articulated joints, but it's not, Jenny, it, it, it's far from that, really. They're, they're fairly straight. So God, it, it just must have been an incredible... Yeah, just even the mechanics of being able to walk Yeah. to to start off with, in, as you said, in those mechanics. So yeah. to be able to climb... Just to get back going again. And then even, like, you put in the kind of the added thing of the altitude and the heat because yeah. it is Africa like yeah um, so it's absolutely incredible um, huge congratulations to James and the team that's, yeah. that's amazing he's raised over 20,000 euro or 20,000 pounds for uh, their, their charities and those yeah. are charities that'll help the veterans um, you know and he said it's done an awful lot of uh, good for his mental health yes brilliant and there's actually a link um, within the article where you can donate to his uh, Charity, so we'll share it. Absolutely. So, Dan, just to move on, then, um, I have to say, kind of part of me uh, finds this one funny. Okay. Yeah, uh, I know it is. I mean, you know, we're we're talking, we're talking, we're talking sperm banks here. Uh, so, a sperm bank. Uh, so, a sperm bank has been investigated after a woman gives birth to a boy with dwarfism. No, I'm not laughing at that bit. It's but it's the whole sperm bank thing. It's. It's kind of humorous. No, it is. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's speaking to my inner sort of 12-year-old who wants to go off and snigger. <laughs> right, okay. You know. Um, so just uh, the background of this one. The court has ordered the blocking of an international sperm bank's website in Russia after a woman gave birth to a child with dwarfism. Now, it's not what she signed up for, in fairness. No. She went on her website and she saw pictures of this guy who was over six foot tall, lean. Oh, he looked really good. She said, mm, I'll have a bit of that. I'll have 10 cc's of that, please. Stick it in the bag and send it off to me. So it didn't quite work out like that. Um, so Gordon wrote, she was drawn uh, in by his fair hair and higher education, 
but also by the fact that he was over six foot. Okay, so she, she brought this place to court, or the, she went to court with this place. Yeah. You know, uh, the fact that she had, you know, there's a load in here now, but, you know, talking about this child now who has dwarfism and who's got to grow up with this. And, you know, the fact that her mother was, I don't know, is she reasonably happy with the fact? I don't think she is. No. Uh, and I think that's the bit that kind of uh, jumped out at me when I, when I read it. I, I mean, I know it's different circumstances and things but that's and I could be wrong and please do correct me if I'm saying it but it kind of felt like it's like saying with me when I was born because I'm you know yeah. three, three months early and things you're yeah. just going to take now yeah yeah there's choices to be made you know I mean there was a court case here and I, I'm not I, I don't know enough about it but um where they're screening kids now, or screening pregnancies, and one came back and said the child had a particular disease, and then some another scan came back and said they didn't. Of the same case. Yeah, of the same okay. case. Uh, you know, and I think it's kind of there's an opportunity to terminate. So, it's down to the designer baby sort of type thing. Yeah, no, that that's what I was thinking when I read this. It was it's very, and that to me is just so narrow minded. Mm. I, I don't know, that's just my opinion on it. Like, because when a baby is born, they're yours. Yeah, it's just another person to love. Yeah. That's it. No matter what. Yeah, pretty much. Being, being a parent of two, of two children, that's exactly what you'd hope for. But your hope is that you have a healthy child. Absolutely. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that's that. Your, you know, you're not, not necessarily aim, even aiming high here. You're not looking for uh, a healthy, handsome-looking child. You're just looking for a handsome child. Or, no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> a healthy child. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, there is, yeah, there is a balance to be found somewhere. Absolutely. It was interesting, actually, because the end of the article says that it the results of the birth, shall we say, are, like, it's interesting because it says that it can't be tracked back to the sperm donor. Um, which raises another issue then as well you see like that's where I that's I think why I brought this up in terms of as we were saying the designer baby situation like your kid is your kid full stop and I mean hell yeah it's going to be difficult like um, I I can tell you from personal experience and from my my parents telling me mm. that, like, it was incredibly difficult for them to hear that, you know, I was born prematurely and I, you know, they, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but they were told that I wouldn't be able to read, write, walk, talk. Yeah, pretty much. All, of, you know, yeah. essentially becoming, like, a vegetable. And I could have easily said, no, mm. don't want to do that. But... Because, because they love a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, because there's that as well. Because mm-hmm. I can't be a challenge, but because they love for each other and because they love for me, I'm sitting here talking to you right now, um, and that's why it kind of just jarred with me a little bit. Just because this kid has dwarfism. And it's not what you want. It's not what you sign up for. Like it's just, I don't understand it. Mm. Yeah, 
you know, and she kind of said, uh, what she say? The mum has now spoken out about the case to warn other women about the potential risk involved with this particular company. You know, you're going to buy something over the internet, Dan. Uh, you know, I know, I'm being a bit facetious here by saying you can buy it over the internet. I don't think she necessarily did buy it over the internet, but it's not too far away from it. Yeah. You know, and the sperm banker's saying, Jesus, I'm sorry when I left here. The IVF company aren't saying anything. Which so, is suspicious in ah, Well, you know, obviously you're not going to say anything that's going to uh, possibly turn up in a court case, maybe. You know what I mean? We're going to, oh, yeah. it wasn't us, but it definitely was. Or, But somebody somewhere is laughing. Yeah. You know, potentially. But then there's the whole genetics thing behind it as well. And you're saying, is it one in 20,000 people or something like that could uh, suffer from this from a genetic point of view? Yeah, it's called, it, it's medically called uh, achondroplasia. Achondroplasia. Okay, that's grand. Right. Now that's another word I can use. So we will share that story as well, Dan, um, up at the Facebook page so people can have uh, a little look at it. So just be careful out there, people. If you're buying sperm off the internet, you may not exactly be getting what you were uh, hoping for. Absolutely. So, Dan, uh, our next story, um, which kind of throws back to one we, we, we discussed from the toilet in NUIG, uh, where they had an all-gendered or no-gender Disabled Toilet, Uh, Wagawama and uh, Nando's in the UK have um, come up with um, something slightly different. Um, So the restaurant chains um, have announced they will be supporting an award-winning campaign in the UK for Crohn's disease and colitis, which is kind of basically saying that not, well, obviously we know that not all disabilities are visible. Yeah. So it's not there's Dan in his wheelchair. <laughs> really, is he? Of course he is. He's in a wheelchair. But then yeah. there's somebody walking along with Crohn's disease or colitis or stuff like that that you can't see who have very specific needs as well for toilet for, for getting to the jacks. Yeah. Um, so they've come up with these uh, these lovely signs which um, have a male and a female. They have a wheelchair on it. They have a baby because obviously he uses a changing unit as well. Yeah. And then they have the little written bit underneath it which just says not every disability is visible. And we were kind of talking about this and going, like, is it... Do you know, I, I was kind of saying to you before we came on air, I was like, this would be good to see in Ireland. But then we're kind of going, is it because of the sign that we saw in yeah. NUIG? Yeah. Um, but you made the point, though, that the one in NUIG was just a non-gender toilet or non-gender specific. Yeah. This is slightly different. Whereas this is kind of very much centred around... Disability. Disability. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm... You know, there's no... As much as there is, like, the standard male and female sign there, it's, like, it's there because it has to be there. Yeah. Do you know, like... You can't through a wheelchair sign. You can't um, obviously say that the wheelchair user is male or female. There has to be that attachment to it mm-hmm. that comes with the automatic gender sign. Yeah. Um, whereas with the other ones, it was just kind of clumped it all together. Yeah. And I think that's that's very, the, very much so lumped it all together. It was just kind of like it's just a jacks now, really. Yeah. Um, whereas I think this is uh, positive because, as I said, yeah, it's it's specifically um, 
related to disability. Mm. So, uh, well done to Nando's and Wagamama's. And uh, we're hoping that that will be... Yeah, well, I mean, they do have branches here in Ireland. So, uh, you know, we can only hope that it'll transfer over here. Maybe it hasn't, we just don't know about it. But surely to God, somebody would have been up jumping out about it already if it if it actually was here but hopefully hopefully they will bring it in yeah and uh thank you for not referring to disability as a gender yes <laughs> points we'll give you we'll give you brownie brownie points for that okay so good news there from wagamama and um nando's yep um, absolutely that pretty much brings us to a close this week then it certainly does this has been episode 39 39 dan 39, we're still going. Still going strong, yeah, absolutely. Knocking it out of the park. Uh, thank you very much to our listeners. and uh, Yeah, everyone, pretty much everyone who's been supporting us over along the way, Dan, with likes and shares and stuff like that uh, on Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram. and Especially the people who are actually listening, who are, who are giving up their time, which we, yeah. we, we really do appreciate. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all at Dan and Dara Doability. If people want to get in contact with us, Dan, where might they find us? You can find us at Gmail, uh, Dan and Dara Doability at gmail.com. Hmm. This has been episode 39. I've been Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon.